Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Don't skip this. It's not an ad. I'm just dropping in to let you know that the episode you're about to listen to was initially recorded and released as a subscriber-only bonus episode back in November of 2022. The reason we are posting it free to the public this week, one, we're taking a week off, so there are no new episodes to post, unless you're a subscriber, in which case there is a bonus episode of our spinoff podcast, Going Back, which is a rewatch podcast about the TV show Lost, but the bonus episodes are about the TV show From. But I get it. Maybe that's not your thing. If it is, again, subscribe at patreon.com slash unpops, obviously. I guess this is sort of an ad. But the other reason we're posting this episode this week is because it's about a documentary called In Plain Sight, UFOs and the Intelligence Community. And I wanted to post it free to the public, mostly because I bring it up on this podcast all the time, including on our most recent public episode, which was a conspiracy news roundup called the Mothership Theory. And the Mothership Theory is something that came from the Pentagon recently, where in regards to all of those UFO videos we've been seeing for the past five or six years now, someone at the Pentagon just up and decided, hey, maybe those are just smaller UFOs coming from a bigger mothership UFO. And that sounded alarming to me, and it immediately brought to mind this documentary that we cover on this episode you're about to listen to. I honestly think it's one of the most alarming documentaries on Amazon right now. And I brought it up on that last episode. So while we're on a very brief break, we'll be back with new episodes next week. I wanted to put this out for the entire public to hear. So the next time I reference this documentary on a free episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. And hey, that's it. Thanks. We love you. Let's get to the show. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, the world's most trusted conspiracy theory podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Haidar. Hey, everybody, welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. And I'm Olivia Haidar. Hey, that makes us your hosts. Olivia, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. It's uh, Thanksgiving time. So, you know, I'm preparing myself for family visits, which is, it's a process. Yeah, I'm mostly just preparing to watch a lot of football. There will be family visits, but it's all my in-laws. My family all lives mm. in the Midwest, and I'm staying here for most of the time. So it's going to be pretty chill for me. I am packing in the recordings today, the day before Thanksgiving, <laughs> so I can just chill and watch sports and smoke weed, baby, all weekend yeah. long. All weekend. Might go to a movie. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it Gotta. unfolds. Gonna go see the Fablemans, go see Glass Onion. Oh, Glass Onion, I'm fucking with that. Yeah, I might go see that. We're doing a bonus episode. We're covering a documentary. It's called In Plain Sight, 
the intelligence right. community and UFOs. It's one of them Amazon documentaries. Yes. They, they just seem to multiply like like rabbits. They're just yeah. fucking in the search window while, every, while no one's looking. And then, oh, hey, there's another one. We haven't talked about it much, but I feel like we're on the same page about this documentary. Mm-hmm. In that it feels like everyone in this is a government agent. Of some sort. Yeah. Or the unwitting accomplice of the government. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I saw that the title was the intelligence community and UFOs, I didn't literally meet, think it would mean like those are the two things that are in the, uh, the two like yeah. groups that are in the movie. I wasn't expecting so many members of the intelligence community. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a weird level of access to the intelligence yeah. community. That this filmmaker gets. Yeah. I had my hopes up that this was going to be one of those Amazon documentaries that doesn't weirdly veer off into, it's the Jews. But (laughs) we do actually sort of get there in a roundabout Uh, way at the end. Yeah. I would say the question of the Jews looms large over large portions of this documentary. I definitely get the creepy crawlies when they start talking about hybrid humans and, like, people who are extra alien-enhanced and how you can see it in their DNA. It's like, yeah, that I don't like where this is going. I did, Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like that part. I didn't like this movie very much, I'm going to say. No, Uh, no. I have a lot of problems with it, and it... First, yeah. I couldn't even get a grasp on what this was supposed to be. Yeah. Because so much of it is just kind of a retelling of Roswell. Yeah. I kept waiting for them to unveil the hook, like the reason why they made this documentary. And that never really happens. There's not like a specific thing that separates this from other UFO documentaries. No, not really. You really got to put your conspiracy hat on for this Mm -hmm. documentary to seem like it has any purpose. We'll talk about it later. The documentary opens, again, so much of it is just about Roswell. There's an old-timey military guy talking about how UFOs are nothing to worry about. But then there's an interview with Major Donald Kehoe, who I've talked Mm -hmm. about on this pod a bunch before. And what's weird is, if I recall correctly, they show a clip where he's like, well, I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to find out that these things are interplanetary. Yeah. And if you really dig into Donald Kehoe, his whole thing was that he thought the CIA was basically faking UFO sightings and that it was just right. American military technology and that the CIA was like false flagging it basically for propaganda. Right reasons and that never really comes up like he doesn't well his take on that isn't really mentioned and he was like the leading proponent of that it's all in those yeah cia files they released a couple years ago it kind of brushes past that idea a couple of times but also it's so surfacey about every idea that it talks about yeah that it's easy for anything in particular to get lost in the noise because everything is given basically equal weight but like there's so much talk of the government sending in people to purposefully spread disinformation and so much of that comes from people 
like Major Donald Kehoe, who either worked for the government or specifically worked in spreading disinformation. <laughs> and, and that kind of makes all of this very suspicious. Yeah, one of the first people they interview is a guy named John Ramirez, and he's a retired CIA officer. Yeah, yeah. He, he is yeah. the prototype for that Jesse Ventura story where he was mm-hmm. like, I met with the CIA and they just look like your neighbors. Right. John Ramirez looks like your fucking neighbor. Yeah, like, he just looks like a guy. He's just a <laughs> dude. And he starts by telling us he got the career intelligence medal for his service. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. so we can definitely trust you. Right. Absolutely. You are yeah. an uh, expert CIA agent. Please tell me everything you know about UFOs. I believe all of this. Right. I was kind of shocked that it was starting off and like, because again, like I found this documentary and I'm like, oh, CIA, UFOs. This is kind of in our wheelhouse. Yeah. But I'm expecting it to be like, I don't know, more probing about how or, you know, offering new insight into how these two things might be related. And instead, it's a lot of CIA agents. Yeah, you're right. The title is very descriptive. Yeah. See. The intelligence community and UFOs. That is just, this is just interviews with the intelligence community about UFOs. Yeah. And if they could get an interview with a UFO, I'm sure that, that they would do that too. <laughs> and hey, it would be better. Also, Richard Doty is in this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Mirage Men? I haven't, but we've talked about it a lot. I highly recommend it. It's a documentary about Richard Doty, and it's all about how his whole aim Like, his entire career was misinformation. And he talks about it in this documentary, too. He says, Mm -hmm. if, let's say you're driving past a testing facility and you see a UFO or you see a military project, (laughs) I'm going to come out and try to swing you in the other direction. Like, if you saw a military thing, I'm going to come out and be like, you're right. That was a UFO. And if you say it was a UFO and you're right, he's going to come mm-hmm. out and say, no, it was just a military project. And either way, he says something really interesting where he's like, and then I'm like, but you're going to be quiet about this. Like, you're a patriot, right? Like, you're not going to tell anyone. Knowing that person is going to go tell what right. information they got. And then because it's false information, the government can just discredit them. Right. Absolutely. Like, and I, I mean, I have no reason to believe that he's not doing that in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> and the movie doesn't really give you any reason to think the other way, except for the fact that he is constantly interviewed like he is an expert about UFOs as a real phenomenon. Like, yeah. it feels like this was like a MUFON funded documentary, but like they didn't realize that they're like interviewing the guy who like infiltrated their group and gave them misinformation. Yeah. How about that MUFON guy that they interview a bunch in this? I got such strong, like observe and report Paul Blart Mm -hmm. type vibes. I was just waiting for him to pull out his MUFON badge that he bought on Etsy. You're referring to the guy who is an expert on how the intelligence community operates because he was in the Oklahoma Army National Guard. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. 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 Jesse Peak. <laughs> Jesse Peak is his name. And he talks for a long goddamn time when they first he, introduce him. Yeah. 
he's one of the most like he's definitely one of the longest talking heads that both in size and in <laughs> length <laughs> length of words <laughs> length of words and everything he says just kind of amounts to well you know you can't always trust what the intelligence community has to say <laughs> And even by that point, which is very early in the documentary, I'm like, what the yeah. fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Who is no this, shit, Sherlock. Who is this for? And it's called. You also can't call it in plain sight. Now I just feel like yeah. I'm being fucked with. Yeah, that title, I guess that just means like it's all just happening. All of this is just happening and everybody knows about it, but we're all lying about it or, or something. I don't know what the title really means in reference to the film. That's why I feel like we're being fucked with. I feel like the intelligence community made this documentary. Uh, but I will say, though, then if they did, then they fucked up by making us pay for it instead of because there are so I many agree. documentaries. I agree <laughs> that I fucked up paying for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. But like there are so many documentaries just like this on Amazon for free. Why yeah. not? <laughs> Make it free if you're going to do this weird misinformation thing. Yeah, Richard Doty talks a lot about Roswell in this. Mm -hmm. And the vibe I get is that this documentary is mostly built around that batch of CIA files that were released about Roswell and UFOs. It was yeah. sometime last year. We did a bunch of episodes about them, but they're honestly not... Mm -hmm that interesting like i think we got all of the interesting stuff yeah. out of them i looked at every fucking one of them well yeah the, yeah there's a lot of information from that and there's a lot of information from all of the original roswell reporting yeah and a lot of fan fiction kind of fleshing it all out and all of the fan fiction is written by current or former members of the CIA. <laughs> Correct. So it's kind of weird. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the podcast you're listening to. Just dropping in to let you know about another podcast that I host that you should be all up on. It's called Going Back, a rewatch podcast about the television show Lost. Me and my co-host Olivia Hydar are taking a trip down memory lane by rewatching that classic and divisive ABC hit show in its entirety. And we're breaking down each episode for you, the listener, as we go along. It's available everywhere podcasts are at. So go to your favorite spot and search for it now. Going back, a lost rewatch podcast. And thanks. We love you. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, Richard Doty talks about how there was a live alien captured at Roswell. Yeah. And that right. it was well, held in government captivity and it lived until 1952. Yeah. I mean, first of all, the description of how Roswell happened is 
just so Looney Tunes. This is the first time that I've heard the theory that it was two UFOs that <laughs> crashed into each other because of a lightning storm. And then one crashed farther away, and that's where the alien came from. And then what, the famous one crashed by Roswell. Right. But but these are 50,000 years more advanced than us. But yeah. they crash the fuck into each other yeah. on Earth. They have a little bonk in the sky, and that's what takes... That, I did a solo episode about something Roswell-related, and I kept bringing up that exact thing. Like, this whole theory behind Roswell is these aliens crashed and we wanted this technology. But every fucking story is about this technology crashing. We had technology by that point that could stay in the skies over the United States <laughs> well, successfully. But, like, not to mention, okay, there are 50 thousand years more that's what richard doty tells us is that these aliens are fifty thousand years that is the entirety (laughs) of the human species by the way so think of we are cavemen to they like we're before cavemen to these aliens they traveled across the galaxy maybe further in space and there's a lot of shit in space and they're going fast because they gotta (laughs) get here so if they hit a fucking asteroid in space, how does that not obliterate their ship if they can hit each other in our atmosphere because of a lightning storm and that makes it crash? It just blows my mind. I like to imagine that that is the whole conundrum we're facing. We This technology <laughs> crashed here in the 1940s and we could do untold numbers of things in space with it. But we just can't get it from Earth to space. Well, it cannot handle that trip over the right. Earth's skies. <laughs> just burns the up pro- in the atmosphere before it gets to space. Like, fuck, every time. The, the, the problem is, no, see, the, we, we actually did get a bunch of technology from the Roswell aliens. But it was the wrong technology because actually what happened was the ship crashed because the aliens were tweeting. And and we found Twitter and we were like, oh, this advanced technology. Yeah. And we reverse engineered it from there. And now our entire society is crashing. We, we backed the wrong horse from a technology uh, standpoint. Anyway. So, yeah, the, the first, again, the first 20 minutes or so are just kind of a retelling of the events of Roswell. But with the added detail that intelligence operatives threatened witnesses with prison or death if they ever talked to anyone about what they saw. It made it sound like the way that he phrased it made it sound like they threatened the entire town of Roswell. Kind of. Like that this whole town has been sent, like made to keep silent or they will be murdered. They're just driving through town with a bullhorn (laughs) shouting at everyone. There are no aliens. Go back inside. <laughs> well, you kind of sound like an alien right now yourself, son. What's with that voice? Oh, they also interview Eric Mintel. He's a paranormal investigator. I don't know what the fuck sure. this guy's doing here. I think this was the guy who sounded like Ray Romano. He There was one guy <laughs> who kept like, talking. For- he had the gray hair. Kind of looked like yeah. Ray Romano. 
Or no, I think you're thinking of the guy with the big, huge glasses. I'm thinking of the guy with the mustache. Yeah. I, it was. It's very – they only put their name on screen fucking at once at the very beginning. Yeah. That's sloppy doc film, filmmaking. I'm sorry. It sure is, yeah. And yeah, even this guy, like I get recent military intelligence vibes from. Like he's yeah. presenting himself like, hey, I'm just a hip internet Paranormal investigator. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but it looks like you learned to do that at Quantico or something. Wait, oh, yeah, he's the hip one. So he's the one who mentions Bigfoot later. <laughs> he sure does. That's the, that was like right at the very end. He's like, just think they're lying to us about aliens or Bigfoot or all these things that people have seen. And facts, you know? Sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> He talks about how yeah. there were a whole bunch of other sightings in the years shortly following Roswell, and that's true. And again, that you can find in those CIA files. If you find that sure. episode or those episodes we did, I linked to all of the files. They are dry, but go read them if you don't believe me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's government documents from the 1950s. It's yeah. not scintillating. So Jesse Peake comes back to talk about a woman who claimed she was abducted by aliens and had weird marks on her body. And once again, he talks at length. And I'm like, what is the point of this? It's that sometimes aliens put implants in people's bodies. Yeah, that was one of the things that I found actively irresponsible about this documentary is that his description of this phenomenon is so close to clinical descriptions of paranoid schizophrenia and things that people like hallucinate having in their bodies and can cause physical harm to themselves trying to remove. And it really sounds like this guy is like trying to push mentally ill people to hurt themselves. Like it's really irresponsible the way that he frames all. It's hard to really describe it. He just frames it in such a way where it's like, you're going to make somebody kill themselves. Yeah, and it's weird that I have so much expertise in this area now, but having a needle currently still lodged in my jaw, he talks yeah. about this thing where, oh, in these devices, they grow a membrane around them. And he mm -hmm. acts like that is something that is tied to these devices specifically. That's scar tissue. The yeah. thing that's in my jaw might not be able to be taken out for six to eight weeks. And the reason for that is because in that time, it will develop scar tissue around it, which will make it easier to remove. It's not a membrane that allows the device right. to speak yeah. to the aliens better. It's just if you have something in your body like that, it's going to grow scar tissue around it. Right. And I thought it like, was really weird that he described it the way he did. That's what I'm talking about. Like, he made it sound organic, and yeah. that is fucking dangerous. If you look at your body enough and you're, like, you know, in a certain mindset, it's easy to find weird anomalies and bumps and divots and things. And if you're of the right mindset, it's or if you're being pushed in that direction, you can very easily go to crazy lengths. Yeah. Not crazy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Doty 
also talks about how he was assigned to Area 51 in 1984. Right. Well, no, excuse me. The the Groom Lake complex. Sure, sure. Like which we have come to call Area 51. Right. The the civilians know it as Area 51, but we we called it the Groom Lake complex. Right, right. <laughs> he talks about seeing an alien on a video screen. Mm-hmm. That was you, a, what? Well, you didn't say what he calls them. Oh, through right. The entire movie. Right. What does he call it? He calls them ETs the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. <laughs> he talks about seeing an ET on a video screen and that it was about to be interviewed. Yes. And none of his story makes sense in the context of this documentary. Right. For one thing, he says that he witnessed about seven to ten minutes of it and that they weren't so much talking to this alien as they were doing a thought transfer. Right. Like what we would probably call telepathy. Right. So what the fuck? How was he he hearing what they were talking about? you know, that's an excellent question. <laughs> and also, with the way we've heard Roswell witnesses treated up to this point, I think the ramifications of someone walking in and realizing Richard Doty was in the room without having the proper clearance yeah. would have been more than just them going, get, get hey, out of here. Hey, you're not supposed to see the alien. Get out of here. Yeah, they would have fed him to that alien. Like, there is no way they would have let that stand if everything else they've said about how they treat witnesses to shit like this is true. Well, but of course, you know, Richard Doty is a god among men. And so he was (laughs) they they recognized his potential and allowed him to uh, remain alive and then get even more information about the aliens that he could then tell all of the public. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, man, they would have. Put you down right on the track like a fucking racehorse with a broken leg. You wouldn't have even (laughs) known. You'd be at the pearly gates before you even realized what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, where'd I get you? Floating above the scene like, what the fuck is happening to me? Yeah. They bring back John Ramirez, the CIA guy, and he somehow makes a five minute monologue about finding unidentified orbs on a radar screen, the most brutally dull stretch of dialogue in the entire documentary. Yeah, Yeah. it was awful. But I did like how there is this where he's like, you know, people wonder why we always see these in uh, why we only have footage uh, from Russian airspace. You know, why is it? Why are we just why do we just have footage for Russian airspace? Well, and it's because obviously America has a policy where we do not, the CIA does not spy on America, on American soil. Yeah. We, we are a foreign-focused operation. It's like, uh-huh, yeah. totally. It's like, I, yeah. I believe you, buddy. But we also have 17 <laughs> intelligence agencies. Just give us the footage from the one that does spy sure. on yeah. the skies above the United States. Give us the yeah, they don't, FAA they say- footage or the fucking- right. They say that because they don't need to. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like, even though they probably still do anyway. Right. I'm sorry. I'll never believe a single thing this guy said. 
is. Because that is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard. Even bigger bullshit than Eric Mintel coming back to tell us he and his girlfriend also saw five orange orbs in the sky. Here's what I hate about his story is he says it happened while they were driving. So he had to like fumble for his camera and like, of course, his flash hit the the side of the window. You are a paranormal investigator (laughs) seeing UFOs for the first time. But you're also like this Buffalo Wild Wings ain't going to eat itself. I got we got to keep moving. (laughs) Take Get what pictures you can get, but oh, honey, take, hey, make sure you get a pic of the of the of the UFO, the the, the concrete proof of the UFO at the window. Where I can't pull over, but and I swear he says his girlfriend was driving, so she saw it better. It's like what? Yeah, what do you mean? Sure. It's it's like stop your car and take the picture, right? And also, I mean, even beyond all that, which is absurd. Uh, he also just like saw some fucking lights in the sky. Like, who gives a fucking shit? Like, it's yeah. just lights. Like, yeah. we we're past lights now. We've got thermal imaging and shit. Yeah, we've got those navy videos, especially the one that is like flying right above the surface of the water and keeps going down and then coming back yeah. up. That's and way changing coo- orientation. That's way cooler than lights, bub. Sorry. Oh yeah, and it's still probably a drone or something. Like. <laughs> So then Richard Doty, after just telling us all of this highly believable information about Area 51 or the Groom Lake facility, Mm -hmm. now he comes back and says, yeah, also, but my job was the thing that there's a whole documentary about where I just (laughs) lie to rubes like you about (laughs) UFO information. Like this just like Amazon makes his job so much easier because think about how we found this documentary. Yeah. We just fucking stumbled upon it. Yeah, it was just there. And a, a more impressionable audience might stumble upon it and be like, oh, finally, I found the truth. Yeah. And then Instead here- of just, oh, finally, I found some content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then here comes Richard Doty. And this time he's like, yeah, but also, like, we set up a whole program where we would just go out and lie to people about stuff like this and give them yeah. false information. The documentary kind of, it should want to be about that. That's Yes. Ki- I guess that's what I thought maybe the documentary would be about, specifically. But it seems like, like, it's very difficult to get a point of view from this documentary because it's not particularly well made. But it does feel like it was, it, like I said, it feels like it was financed by MUFON. Like, it feels like it's made by hardcore UFO believers. In which case... I don't understand putting Richard Doty in here to fucking to your face say that we're lying to you. Yeah, it's very confusing. And toward the end, it really starts to take a creepy turn for me. But again, you got to put your conspiracy theory hat on for it. Mm-hmm. There is. Well, first, let's talk about Eric Mintel. He comes back sure. again and just kind of unprovoked and without any actual evidence or or proof of any any sort not Mm -hmm. really any follow-up he just says that when bill clinton took office he found out there was a government within a government yeah and then we just breeze on past that as if he didn't just like kind of dog whistle deep state into this documentary yes it's one of the many things that this documentary just kind of brushes past it's because it only has surface level it's only 
surface level for everything except for this bullshit Area 51 stuff. And then he talks about another UFO sighting where the aliens are described as looking very different from the usual grays. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How so? And boy, did my skin crawl a little when he said they have big noses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And then they showed a drawing. That was interesting. That was yeah. an interesting artist depiction. It's like, but we're not going to start talking about bloodlines here at any point, are we? <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy, are we. And this guy will... some weird DNA stuff. This guy will not stop saying... What is it? That's the real mystery. What are they? That's the real mystery. It's like, yeah, man, we know. We know what we're sure. here to try and find out. Yeah. Congrats. That's <laughs> that's what wow, what a you've really found the truth of it here. What is it? That's that's what we're looking for. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the podcast you're listening to right now. Just dropping in to let you know about another podcast of mine that you might want to check out. It's called You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast for people who don't like sports. Each season, me and my co-host, Jeff May, maybe you've heard of him, take a deep, deep dive into the eccentricities and off-field antics of some of history's most controversial athletes without boring you non-sports fans with lots of statistics and technical sports talk. There are full seasons up right now about the likes of Jose Canseco, Dennis Rodman, Tony Stewart, Diego Maradona, and a new season about golf legend John Daly in progress right now. Don't know who any of those people are? It doesn't matter. You will enjoy hearing their stories nonetheless. But hey, what if you do like sports? Well, to paraphrase Chicago White Sox legend Frank Thomas, you'll like it too. The show has more than 55 star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Search for You Don't Even Like Sports wherever you get your pods and find out why for yourself. Thanks. We love you. Let's get back to the show. And then Richard Doty, out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. talks about how, at one point, doctors came up with a device that they just implanted in this alien's throat so that we could understand what it was saying. It would just translate. Well, to be fair to Richard Doty. Of course. I want nothing less. What he actually, what what it was was... His mouth and vocal cords were not physically capable of making the noises to shape our words. And that's what the the doctors surgically, I guess, altered somehow. I don't that part. I mean, it's not like I know like this is (laughs) bold, like it's nonsense. But I think it's more like it just he could already he understood and could speak English. He just couldn't physically speak English. And, and it was he. They specify this alien was a male. <laughs> oh, yeah. This alien liked football. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but also, why do they need that with all the thought transfer stuff? That seems, it yeah, seems, it seems like beating a dead horse a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, the alien's like, wait, I evolved past the need for, wait, stop. I don't need this. <laughs> he says that this alien promised to tell us some similarities between his planet and ours. And I thought, <laughs> well, that sounds interesting. Let's Let's hear those similarities. And instead uh-huh. of telling us those similarities, they just play a snippet of what sounds like royalty-free Pink Floyd music over some bitchin' <laughs> imagery of a couple planets, and then yeah, we're, those... we're, we're done. There's no, we don't find out any of those similarities. No. That's fine. I'm That's fine. I mean, I'm guessing it's like, oh, you have liquid water and <laughs> breathable atmosphere. Fucking blah, blah, fucking blah, of course. Another part that struck me as a little concerning, Jesse Peak mm-hmm. comes back, the MUFON guy who's in uniform the whole time, mm. yeah. and he kind of hints that there should be reparations mm-hmm. for people who've been contacted by aliens. Yes. And yeah. I'm like, that, yes. well, that is... That is a claim I have never heard presented in my entire life. Yeah, that was a first for me, too. We are really putting the cart before the horse there. (laughs) Yeah, we're totally going to give reparations to the UFO uh, abductees when we have not given reparations to the people who we know have actually existed and have gone through uh, awful things because of us. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, this all started so much earlier because of the time travel aspect. So, right. Of course. You know. Well, yeah, naturally. Yeah. So I just, I mean, it goes back to Jesus. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah. Jesse peak talks about how it would ruin religion. If what? we found out about aliens, which I still maintain is bullshit. It's but, absolute bullshit. Interesting things would happen to religion, especially like the fundamentalist Christians and things think about the world like it would change things about religion, but it's never going to ruin. Like, it's, it'll just change things. Yeah. There'll still be religion. Where this documentary gets concerning to me, I mean, it already is, but yeah, I mentioned you got to put your conspiracy hat on for it to really sound alarming. But one of the biggest conspiracy theories regarding the American government and UFOs since Roswell happened, again, it's what Donald Kehoe was so worried about in those files, is that Mm. at some point the intelligence community specifically is going to pull this false flag alien invasion yeah where an image is projected in the sky that basically tells everyone that everything they know about religion is wrong like mm-hmm. and this is the truth and that it's just going to be a means to like really bring fascism into the world and mm-hmm. there's also that rumor or myth about Werner von Braun on his deathbed where yeah He is alleged to have claimed that, well, communists are going to be the first way that fascism is introduced. And then it's going to be like, that's the first. Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then it's okay, Werner. I did. I did like that. They name drop paperclips. Sorry. I just wanted. And then it's going to be like terrorism. 
And then he said aliens are going to be mm-hmm. what really ushers fascism in like in a global way. Yeah. And that quote and that conspiracy theory have always been kind of tied together. And that mm-hmm. like in this documentary, the end, it starts going in some really terrifying places. It's weird. If what Werner von Braun said was true, like sure. because they start getting into like DNA and how there are mm. enhanced humans who are yeah. alien hybrids. And it's all and like, they're just like they look just like us. It's John Ramirez who talks about that the most. And the thing mm-hmm. is, throughout the documentary, he's the one who seemed the most level headed. Like he's the one who says, well, we don't spy over the skies right. of the United States. Like right. he's the one who seems like he's been debunking shit. And then he swoops in at the end and is like, look, aliens have human DNA and right. alien DNA is in some humans. Actually, he says all humans have alien DNA, but that right. some well, are yeah. a little more enhanced. Right. It's it's like it's the ancient like it's it's Prometheus. <laughs> it's you know like aliens came and seeded uh, our planet or something, or or the same aliens seeded our planet as the Roswell is whatever. Yeah. Right. And that is a talking point that could turn so terrifying if. Yeah. There was at some point some sort of arrival of aliens and they're like, look, we've been here forever and we've been up in your women enhancing their wombs (laughs) and shit. The the enhanced thing isn't that I think the enhanced thing is literally the plot of the TV show Roswell, which we've invoked a few times on this show. I think that show is about. People from Roswell who are like half alien or something. I don't I never watched. I only saw like ads. So, yeah. And Richard Doty talks about a a captured hybrid who was Uh a male, but he'd been bred in a tube at a facility that, quote, we later found out about. Yeah. What do you mean? We later found what? But yeah, I don't know. It was very vague. And they're really saying some terrifying shit. It's weird. Yeah. Especially when you pair it with reparations. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to decide who gets the reparations? That sounds like it's going to involve a massive amount of, like, DNA testing and just well, getting everyone's stuff on file. And then you figure out who the enhanced humans are and then what? Because well, the history of every movie I've ever watched tells me. Society does not treat the enhanced humans well either. Right. I mean, yes, that naturally came to mind. It was so weird. It felt like they were almost talking about the X-Men. The yeah, way that you were talking bit. about them being enhanced. It was so strange. But like Jesse Peak was when he was talking about reparations, like he just seems like an, an idiot. Like, I just don't think that he thought about what that would mean. Like how that would impact the real world. Because, again, he's the guy who's in the Oklahoma National Guard and thinks he's a fucking expert on all things military because of that. So, yeah, I don't know. But like the enhanced human stuff is all fucking weird. There is a clear path to genocide. Yeah. A weirder genocide than the ones that we already get. Yeah. The weirdest genocide. 
like a political genocide. Well, we get those, but like, I, there's just never there nothing like this plan. This this idea has ever happened in this way. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I don't know. It would be very strange. I don't think it will happen, but I do think it's scary that people are like kind of pushing the prologue to it forward as like a real thing. All yeah. this enhanced human shit. Yeah, I found that part quite alarming. Yeah, we, it was weird. So, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, I'm wrong. This does turn into, like, you know that's oh, where right. it's going to go. Like, that yeah. enhanced I mean, well, human there shit. The big, there was the thing. And... The big nose. It's going to be like, those are the Jew. Yeah, those are the Jew aliens. And uh, we need to <sighs> weed them out and get them out of society. Sorry. Yeah, but also... And yeah, there there is like ancient alien stuff too, as of course, because again, this is such a shotgun documentary. There's just so much it, things covered all at like very surface level. Yeah. So you get the time traveler thing. Yeah, they bring that up, and that again, like we just talked about the oh, what was it, the Thule Society? No, that was one of the precursors to the Nazi Party. But we just talked about the Nazis putting together this research group after mm-hmm. they took power that was meant to go back and see, you know, what was Aryan influence on other cultures. And they just mm-hmm. magically came away from it saying, well, all cultures, Aryans were there at, at every step of the way. And it's like, well, that's right. crazy because black people are so much older than white people in terms of like history. <laughs> well, an Aryan didn't always mean white. Like, oh, that's yeah, the sure. thing. And the obvious answer to how that could possibly be is, well, time travel. Right. Like it's, it's time travel. So, yeah, it seemed like all these cultures that predated Aryans did shit. But actually, we figured out time travel and we went back and figured right. it out. Forum, and also you should probably run some DNA tests on your people because some of them have alien DNA. Oh, you know we should do a uh, we should do a series on that new Netflix show, uh, Ancient. I think it's called Ancient Armageddon. Oh, uh, and it's about like the idea that there was a advanced civilization, like you know, it's that it's, it's yeah, yeah what you're talking about, but it's on Netflix and it's like very. So I don't know. It might be funny. I'm uh, but yeah, yeah, I think ancient apocalypse. We've hit the end of this episode. This, yeah, I don't recommend this documentary. I think this documentary no. is actually a little alarming, and yeah. I am uncomfortable with the sources, like where it's coming mm-hmm. from, the message it's delivering. Like, yeah, it feels. If nothing else, it feels like. They're kind of it's the government kind of prodding at those people who believe that someday the government is going to conduct a false flag. Like when George Bush said New World Order in one of his early presidential (laughs) speeches and the entire white nationalist community was like, huh? What? Mm, Oh, oh, hello. Crazy. So either way. Yeah. This documentary is nuts. Well, yeah. And like unlike some of the other ones that we've talked about, you have you actually have to like pay money to rent this thing and. It's yeah. definitely not worth that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, but I think that's our episode. Do we yeah. have anything to plug? By the time this goes up, the I don't think the conspiracy shirts will still be for sale. But if they are, unpops.co slash shop. Get yourself a shirt. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, also, you already know, 
going back our lost rewatch podcast there's going to be a new yes. episode this damn week so Woo. you got two bonus episodes coming your way people uh hell yeah anything else do we have anything else to plug and um, i don't and i don't let's get out <laughs> of here olivia say goodbye bye goodbye everybody we love you People of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.